0: Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Heyo. We are once again talking about generosity, and I really hope that John was going to sing for me, but he oh, refused. Oh, oh. It's fine. <laughs>
1: it's generosity. Oh, thank you. Oh, nice. the same out.
2: tune, but I, it's a good one. Well, so. we
0: like to keep it consistent, so you know, yes. if there's a jingle, whatever there's it says. A continuity it's, there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to sound oh. the same. Mm-hmm. Well, so we're going on our second week talking about this complex and powerful and difficult topic of generosity. Um, And Sam, would you mind starting us off with reading 1124? That's Proverbs 1124, if you forgot where we are. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Um, This sounds to me like, uh, it sounds to me like God blessing uh, the generous and withholding blessing from the stingy. Um, And I'm, it made me think about how this fits in with New Testament theology and what we would say to that. Mm-hmm. Well, even it makes you question, wait, that's not what I see. Mm-hmm. You, know, you look around our nation and our world, and there's a lot of really greedy and that stingy people that <laughs> that seem to be doing just fine. So what do we think about that?
1: Well, I love what Bruce said. <clears throat> two, two things. These are proverbs, and they're proverbial. And so they don't always... Um, have an exact, you, you can find examples where it's not true.
0: Mm.
1: And we were talking about uh, not only are there filthy rich people who have zero interest in caring. I, I mean, they, they uh, and I love what you said about conscience and stuff later, but there's also on the other side of that some who are doing beautiful, beautiful things and have constant lack of resource, and they must be be looking at the scripture. God will never let the righteous go hungry, and and say, um, "What does hunger look like?" Because today I'm feeling hungry, and and you have to one realize it's a proverbial statement, and sometimes there are exceptions. But the second is, it is a mystery of God's goodness, Bruce said. And and so we have the privilege of entering into the center of pain when that proverb does not easily include someone who's not experiencing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's a... It's a beautiful, and like like some of those statements, whoever, 28, 27, whoever gives to the poor will not want, but he who hides his eyes will get many a curse. <laughs> and, and you're thinking, where's that in the New Testament? How does that play out? And we were thinking about Second Corinthians 8, where instead he says, you know what? You who are giving, and, and you pointed out, Bruce, that those ones who are giving, we're in poverty. Mm-hmm. He says, I just want to tell you a secret that you may not have known. You will never lack for ability to give. I will see to that. And, and so he, he speaks this way on this other side of the covenant uh, in such a beautiful way of, um, I make no mistakes. I don't miss what you're doing. I, I'm in your life. But I thought what you talked about the ability for the wealthy who are um, unaware that their lack of giving is keeping them from enjoying life that it's Mm -hmm. it's uh, would you repeat that because you just said it so well Brittany
0: yeah well I was I was reading 1124 the one gives freely yet grows all the richer another withholds what he should give and only suffers want um And I was thinking about how there are so many people that have lots of resources. They're fine. They are secure, but they don't feel like they're secure. They are always suffering that want of that. They, they need more to feel safe or secure. They, they need to gather more. And it's not really even greed a lot of the times, but they just, they they always are craving. They always feel like they don't have enough and it doesn't matter how much they have. It doesn't matter if By worldly standards, they have plenty and they are absolutely fine and safe and secure and um, all of that stuff. doesn't really matter. They still are experiencing that want or in 21, 25, the desire of the sluggard kills him for his hands refuse to labor all day long. He craves and craves Um, just thinking about how that often has nothing to do with actually how much you have or how secure you actually are. It's a heart position. And so the person that gives freely, one gives freely yet grows all the richer. That person is free to actually enjoy what they have, to enjoy their life, to...
1: Even though it's modest. Even though it's modest, it
0: doesn't really matter. It doesn't... None of these verses, none of these verses are saying anything about how much you give or how much you have to give. It's about your heart position. And when you give freely, you actually get to enjoy being generous, but you also get to not worry so much and, and not be owned by that desire to need to stockpile more, to need to earn more so that you can have that safety and security. You get to actually just
1: mm.
0: be free, which is what... so good. I mean, when we think about really believing and experiencing our new identity and believing that we are free, believing we are taken care of, believing that Jesus yes. is ahead of us on the road, knows what's going to happen. Isn't that I mean,
1: crazy? That should... that, that, that that has the ability to free us to generosity,
0: yeah, because yeah. it doesn't I'm not going to be worth more or be more valuable or whatever if I have more money That's, that doesn't really matter. you can give it mm. away I mean Bree was making some great points about this line between we need to learn to be so wise and careful and mm. thoughtful mm. while being really free to give away when the Lord calls us yeah uh,
2: it's really unfortunate. At least this is just my opinion that there are um, theologies that say if you do all the right things, then God will bless you monetarily, because uh, that presupposes that money is your dignity and money is your worth and that that is the way that God will choose to provide for you. And for some of us, we would be far happier if money wasn't our provision, but we were rich in other ways. And that may not be true for everyone, but to say that your dignity is incumbent on a certain dollar amount is, is, well, I think untrue, but also really unfortunate to the creativity of the God that has made us. And... You look at so these are these are books of wisdom in the Old Testament. You got Proverbs, you got Ecclesiastes, you got Job. Like Proverbs is where uh, everything you're looking at what usually happens, and then Ecclesiastes is looking at it like whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa, whoa, whoa. This is when it doesn't work, and then Job is like when you open your door and there's a bag on fire, and you're like, oh, I shouldn't stomp on that, but I have to. That's what's happening with Job, and these books they take you through. Okay, here's what's usually going to happen. Here's when it doesn't. And then when everything goes wrong, where is, where is God in that? Because Job was amazing and he was, and he gave and he had all this money. And then God allowed that to be taken away. Was that because he did wrong? No. In fact, it was a test of the goodness of him. And you look at that and you go, okay, so it can't be possible that my actions Are what means that I have enough money or that I have enough things or I have everything that I want. God is better and bigger and more creative than that.
3: I think about the New Testament teaching us that we have a new identity when we trust Jesus. And so when we're thinking about helping each other or motivating each other to be generous, I think the best thing we can do is remind each other of who God has made us and to say, you're you're not always behind, you are complete right now and God has given you a generous heart. So just learn to listen to him and enjoy giving Mm -hmm. because he gave you a heart that is generous. And I think that when we're trying to motivate people by pointing out oh all this need all the time or how much you should be doing because look at all these poor people, no, start at the other end and remind people, No, mm-hmm. God has made you generous. He's given you a generous heart. So live out of that and enjoy the proceeds of that, which when he says, I'll repay you, he'll repay you with joy.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think a lot of times I can read those verses of oh, the Lord will repay us and think of it like a transaction of like, Oh, okay. So if I'm generous now, Lord will give me money later. But that's not the experience of generosity. It that getting to actually experience being generous and being free is the, the blessing that is being repaid right then. It's not like this later date where God saves up interest and gives you back your money, but that he repays you in that moment with getting to experience what it's like to be generous and be free and to trust the Lord and to be a part of blessing someone else in a plan that God already had in motion, but you get to be a part of it.
2: When you're freer with your dollars like that, even when you have situations where someone's not grateful or when someone takes advantage, it doesn't dissuade you from that kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's that you say, okay, well, they were in charge of their reaction to that. And I get to continue to be generous because it wasn't about their appreciation. It was about what I get to do. That's right. And so we have far more
0: such a shift
2: excitement. And it's far more, oh, my gosh, what are they going to do with these $10? If I don't, if they do this with that $10, then yeah. this, then yeah. that won't be in my tally. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for joining us again this week, guys. We'll see if we do another. I feel like we still have some stuff to talk about. Yeah, so, so
3: much. Thanks generosity. so much for being
0: with us, and we will see you guys next week.
3: Yeah. See ya.